What's going on, folks? Welcome back to the Beard of Wisdom podcast. I am your host, Les McDaniel. By the way, you can find us anywhere on social media, your favorite spaces and places. Let me just tell you that Facebook and Instagram, you can, you're going to look up me up at epicfusion.life. That's epicfusion.life. And if you're looking for me on TikTok or YouTube, you're going to look up Bearded Wisdom, Bearded Wisdom, maybe Bearded.Wisdom on one of those as well. But regardless, type in Bearded Wisdom and this, this face, this mug, it will pop up on the screen, I can assure you. Where you will find we are here to inspire the uninspired, to unstick what is stuck and to liberate that leader that is within you. Because after all, there is a leader there. The question is, is it liberated? Is it an intentional or is it an accidental leader that is within you? Because we are all leading someone. Someone in your life is looking at you, following you, and is curious about who you are and how you operate and the way you choose to show up. If it's intentional or accidental, it is very important in our world that you begin to understand where that is. And that's what we are doing today. There comes a time in life where you got to make a decision. You can write your own story or let someone else tell it for you. This is the show for that time. This is Bearded Wisdom with Les McDaniel. That said, I got to tell you, I'm on the end of a very, very exciting and amazing celebrity, well, celebrity, a a week that we should celebrate. Let's go with that. (laughs) Celebrity week? (laughs) There's no celebrities. I'm no celebrity. Anyways. We had an amazing week this week where I launched my first event, the Peace Index Summit, a little taster of what is to come in January and all of next year. And I'm so excited as we got ramped up with amazing attendees that brought their truly authentic and vulnerable selves. And I was so appreciative of how my friends, my family all supported me during this time. So thank you all if you were there. I love you all. And that was followed with me being able to plug into several different civic opportunities here in the Round Rock, Austin, Hutto, and there's a lot of little cities up here where I live in, the, in North Austin. And it has truly been a gift to be able to give back to them. And all of that, and after all of that, I got to spend another day yesterday with my amazing brotherhood, the Front Row Dads, at a Emotional Intelligence Summit that was really amazing. Got to listen to John Vroman and John Berghoff, who interviewed Roland McCready, the founder of HeartMath, the HeartMath Institute. And it was just amazing to really dig in and to learn and tap into ways in which we can kind of tap back into ourselves or to our heart coherence. And there's such an interesting discussion around the heart that we may have today, maybe tomorrow. Just, just stay tuned. We'll find out for sure here just shortly. But what I can tell you is, is that today I am tapped and I'm here today because I so desire to bring value to you guys. I thought that it would be important for me to show up in the same exact vulnerable state that I'm in today as as, as I'm recording, not trying to hide anything, but letting you guys truly experience some of this, what's happening within me as I begin to uncover and unlock the emotional intelligence secrets that go on within myself, within all of us as human beings. You see, as we've studied through this whole notion of the chaos of our lives, tapping into peace, learning all about what that looks like, sometimes the thing that can get in the way of that peace is the very thing that we are so deeply passionate about. I have never been more full of my purpose 
and being able to live into that, to speak more and more about ways in which we can liberate leaders, where we can institute more of the the love and faith and, and communal values that come from truly what it means to be human. That's at the source, at the core of who we are. And yet we live in these strange times where everyone seems so angry, so out of whack, so out of tune with what's really happening. They, they've found their emotions in this the last few years that come on the heels of that other amazing thing that maybe you experienced. I mean, we had it happen here in Round Rock. I'm pretty sure it was a worldwide event. That COVID thing that happened in 2020 to 22 and is still, everybody's trying to make us afraid of that it's going to you know destroy us all. That thing. Well, I can tell you that in the moments when we were put into this lockdown kind of modality, What happened in that moment is all of a sudden we were faced with all of the things that we fear. We were faced with all of our insecurities. You couldn't wake up without having to deal with your inadequacies as a person, as a, I mean, just you, as you. I mean, I only speak for myself. I couldn't wake up outside of looking at myself for who I was. I was forced to face my role as a parent, as a husband, as a as a as an entrepreneur, as a, a spiritpreneur, someone who's deeply passionate about connecting, staying connected with the source, all of these things, all of my inadequacies, all of my insecurities, every single day, all day, were right in front of my very essence. It just was. I was constantly being faced with it. You two were probably feeling the same way, where your workplace became your play place for your kids. And we, I mean, we all sat in the Zoom calls where we saw kids running around or, you know, you've seen the ones where little kids run streak across the background, all this kind of fun stuff. It's hilarious. And we've, we've learned to adopt it. We've transitioned it well. But it, but it doesn't change the fact during that time that it was such a difficult time. And so many of us were faced face to face with this thing called our mental, mental health. We, we were faced with this thing called our mental health. And... That mental health has been something that has been, well, really something we've only been paying attention to since the mid-1900s. We really haven't, this wasn't a big a big space that we would send kids off to learn a lot about prior to that time. And, it, it, and, and you know, it was about around that time that you could remember people like Edward Thorndike, who came up with this idea of social, social intelligence as early as 1930s, or Abraham Maslow in the 1950s in his hierarchy of needs. And but it wasn't until in the late later 1900s, like 1990, that we started to really hear about more and more about this thing called emotional intelligence. Today, what I really want to just kind of tap into is just an overarching kind of concept of what we are really talking about when we're talking about what emotional intelligence is. And emotional intelligence really kind of has an us and them framework that is really set up for us to be able to understand what it really is all about. Emotional intelligence in a nutshell is really how I am perceived against the backdrop of who everyone else is around me and my surroundings. And for you, that would be what I am as the backdrop to your life. Because it's only in in relationship that I actually even need emotional intelligence at all. There's some degree I would suppose that if I was alone on an island or I was and there was no one and I had never known anyone and there was only this idea that I landed here and woke up one day, here I was, 
then maybe, maybe then there might be a need for emotional intelligence, but I'm not really sure I could understand what that is right now. All I know right now is, is that the idea of emotional intelligence is built on an, uh, on a me and a you premise. And that looks something like this. It's how I manage my emotions. Number one. And number two, it's how I understand those emotions. Number three, it's how I use those emotions with you or in the against the backdrop of all the people in my life, all the relationships I have, as well as how I perceive your emotions and the emotions of those that are around me. You know, the whole construct of reading a room. So you can see there that the managing emotions and the understanding emotions is kind of something that is happening more internally. It's more of a self-awareness of what is happening inside of me knowing that there are outside forces and influences that are coming at me. So it's more of an inward m movement, if you will. The second two, using emotions and perceiving emotions, is all about what I'm doing outwardly, how I'm, how I'm perceiving the, the, the things that are happening with, around me. And am I able to recognize emotional moments where, where you're maybe angry or happy or sad? Do I have the intelligence to recognize those things and then to use my own emotion in engaging with you on our emotions, on, those, on that level of where you're at based upon where I'm at. Can I have the compassion to, to respect it, to, to enter into it with you? Can I, or do I have the inability to recognize that and I show up to the, the funeral laughing? I mean, we've all kind of experienced that. You know, I remember one of my children who, when they were growing up, were just tough as nails and were so, they were so resistant to sharing emotions. And oftentimes it would be a situation where it, it deserved a certain response as a child to show that there was some sort of awareness that they had done wrong. But instead, it would turn into something completely different. I, I, I would remember talking to this child of mine and, and scolding them, maybe even grabbing them by the arm, maybe even a swat to the tush, whatever it might have been. Something that would a parent would typically think would provoke some sort of emotionally, <laughs> typically charged crying or just sadness, right? And this particular child of mine was so incredibly stubborn and so, I, I think she knew what, oh, see, I gave away part of it. I have three of those she's, so don't, don't, don't pretend like you know which one. And if you do, shh. But when I spoke to her and handled the situation, instead of the crying and the tears and the, the immediate, I am so sorry, dad, or any of that, she just laughed. She laughed at the pain. She laughed at the anger. She laughed at everything that I was portraying at her, and she didn't know really better. And then it was in that moment that I released a lot of what was going on within me because it's it's a pattern interrupt in our world when we when somebody comes into a situation with the wrong emotional setup. So that being said, what we're really hoping that you're going to discover today as we are moving through this pattern of, of behaviors is beginning to learn and manage your emotions, number one. Number two, beginning to understand what those emotions are about, what they're for, what they're, what they're tapping into, where they're coming from. Number three, how to use those emotions in healthy ways. 
um, and that means obviously relationally and, 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 and there's a self aspect about this too, because, you know, I can be a dominating leader to myself and scold myself, beat myself up, say the most mean things. We don't want to be doing that. We want to understand how to use our emotions within ourselves for ourselves, as well as for others, as we are engaging in those and being very perceptual about the emotions that we are receiving in return from those that are around us. So stay tuned. Next couple of weeks, we're going to be diving into, next couple of weeks, next couple of days, we're going to be diving into a little bit more about emotional intelligence. And I'm looking forward to doing that with you. And for now, peace to you. Have a great, great, amazing day. And may you be blessed beyond measure as you seek peace, seek ways in which to liberate yourself and other leaders in this world. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Bearded Wisdom Show. You got a buddy or friend who needs to hear this. Please send him a link. And don't forget to hit that follow button so you can come back and hang out with Les every day.